Limerick Today with Joe Nash on Live 95. With the Harvey Norman Black Friday sale. Offering the best deals on laptops, TVs, SIM-free phones, kitchen appliances and so much more. Is your boss constantly contacting you outside of working hours? Well, Portugal has put a stop to it by making it illegal for bosses to contact staff after hours. Uh, If you have questions about this or related issues, we want to hear from you this morning. Alan Hickey is Associate Director of Advisory at Global Employment Law Consultancy Peninsula and he is on the line right now. Good morning to you. How are you doing this morning? Um, So... uh, in, in an Irish context, uh, uh, is there anything in contracts that uh, speaks to this or is the law pretty silent on it at the moment, Alan? Well, in terms of the, the right to disconnect in Ireland, firstly, employers are required to set out in an employee's contract what work an Ireland employee is expected to work. And that would include... Are you on a speakerphone by any chance, Alan? Oh, no, I'm not. No, I'm I, okay, just you might come a little bit closer to the line. It's just a little bit difficult to hear you. But carry on. Apologies. Is that better? That is a bit better, yes. Thank Apologies. you. Apologies. Um, so in Ireland, the employers are required to set out in a contract of employment what their employees' working hours are. So that would include how many hours you're expected to work per week. And it would also include the rest breaks that the employees entitled to. So there is a contractual obligation for employers to specify that. But that's also supplemented by what's called the code of practice on the right to disconnect. So in Ireland, there is a right to disconnect set out in legislation within the Working Time Act. And it specifies that employees should get daily rest periods, weekly rest periods, and so on. And they shouldn't be contacted during those rest periods. They shouldn't be working at all during those rest periods. And the rules around that have been clarified this year in a new code of practice called the, the Right to Disconnect Code of Practice. Okay, so does that mean it's in legislation? The legislation sets out what hours an employee, the maximum hours an employee should work per week, and it sets out the rest periods they must get per week. So that's what's set out in legislation. Now, the right to disconnect itself isn't in legislation. It's in, it's in a code of practice that clarifies what the Act says, clarifies what the rules are. So basically, there, an employer could contact an employee outside of working hours in exceptional circumstances where there's a particular business reason but that should be very limited and employees do have a right to raise a complaint again, um, with their employer on that quarter practice. Right so Kira from Raheen has been in touch on 0861239595 to say my boss is constantly texting and calling me outside of work even on weekends and when I don't respond to them he gets really angry how can I address it with him? Well so I mentioned there the, the quarter practice on the right disconnect um, and I would point to that in the first instance. So my is hello. I just I just got disconnected. Sorry, 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 Alan. Uh, okay, I don't know you're 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 having fun with your phone line this morning. Um, hello. Are you still with me, Alan? Sorry, so apologies. I'm having an issue with my headset here. Um, that's sorted there now. So my Monday morning blues and all that, Alan. So, someone trying to disconnect you, I think, maybe. <laughs> yes, exactly. Not us. Exactly. <laughs> the right to disconnect. But um, no, no, my view in that situation with, with Kira, I believe you said, is that you should always raise the issue directly with your employer first. So the code of practice on the right to disconnect 
advocates an informal discussion, firstly, in those situations. So if you're contacting repeatedly out of hours and you're getting grief, let's say, for not answering the phone or replying to a message or something, you can raise it during the true and informal process with your employer. Highlight what your working hours are. Find out what their policy is on working hours and the right to disconnect. And if you don't get any resolution to it at that stage, you can escalate it through the company's formal grievance procedures. Right. But I would suggest that you address it informally first and notify them that you haven't gotten your full rest period because you're being contacted out of work and hours. Okay. We're chatting to Alan Hickey from Peninsula and John in Croom got in touch to say, is an employer allowed to tell you not to hang out with co-workers outside of work? One of my managers warned me unofficially not to do it or it wouldn't end well, but I don't see any issue with it. Well, the, the wouldn't end well is a bit of a vague thing for the manager to say, um, and it's, it's rather threatening, I would suggest. But what I would say here is employers don't have the authority to stop employees from hanging out or socialising outside of working hours. But on the other side of it, what I would say to John and um, to other employees is maybe have a think about why an employer might be saying that to you in this current environment. So if you have a team of people who all got socialising together, they all go to a nightclub, they all get COVID-19, they're all out of work, and it's have a massive impact on that business. Indeed, indeed, the business mightn't be able to run without an entire team. So I would suggest that just be conscious of the public health guidelines on socialising, and they're, they're asking people to dial back to socialising. But the employer won't be able to stop you um, from... So, for example, are you considering situations where, you know, employers may decide not to have physical Christmas parties or events, but they might be concerned that employees will go ahead and do it anyway, and that may create a problem at work? It's inevitable. Over the next six weeks, you're going to have lots of people going out and partying and socialising and trying to catch up and so on. It's inevitably going to happen. A lot of employers, like you said, are really worried right now about the Christmas party concept. Will we throw one? Will we not? What will the public health guidelines be? I know you touched upon that at the start of your show about the um, the confusion that may be out there at the moment regarding the, the new rules and the guidelines and where things are going. So employers might be concerned about people going out socialising and then the risk of catching COVID. So I would reiterate that the employer can't stop you from doing so but they may have a genuine concern with you doing so and therefore would have a reason to bring it up with you and ask you to to, to dial it back. Right. Here's an interesting one from a listener saying, our boss is thinking of holding our Christmas party in the office instead of going to a pub because she feels it'll be more controlled this way. Many of us in the office don't want that and are thinking of organising our own night in the local pub. Uh, but the boss said whoever organises it will be responsible regarding COVID. Is she talking rubbish? I, look, it's going to be very difficult to identify if someone catches COVID in a particular location. That's always been a concern that's come up between employers and employees and so on over the um, the last 20 months. So I think it's going to be very difficult to say that the person who organises the party is responsible for COVID or anything that falls out of it. However, I do think the employer has a legitimate reason to want to have that party in a controlled environment, in a more controlled environment. They can control ventilation, they control social distancing, they can control the you know food and drink uh, and so on. They can control how people get home, maybe they could organise um, taxis or something like that. So I do think the employer's approach is sensible. Um, and again, 
I think this comes down to dialogue between the employer and the employees. And if the employees have been asked not to have a work-related event, then they really should refrain from doing so. But again, the employer can't stop employees from socialising outside of working hours. Right. Uh, we are chatting to Alan Hickey from Employment Law Consultancy Peninsula. And Kate in Adair says, uh, my workplace expects me to work well over my contracted hours when I'm needed to, but then when I try to get time back, it is an issue. What can I do to address that? Oh, well, so this is actually a common problem for employees where they, they put in the extra hours and they find that they're not getting any additional pay or time off in lieu or something. The first thing you should do is check your contract of employment. I know, I know you mentioned contracted hours there and that you work in more than our contracted hours. But what does your contract, your contract specifically say? Does it say that the hours that you're expected to work per week are the minimum hours you're expected to work per week as opposed to being the set hours you're expected to work per week? So I think Kate is what the, the person you said there. She may feel she's working more hours than what's in her contract, but she also may not be. Her contract might say that any additional hours are factored, factored into her rate of pay already. So she should check her contract first. Um, I would note, though, that employers are required to give 24 hours notice of an requirement to work additional hours. So if they're asking her to work longer, they should give her 24 hours notice of that. A failure to do so is a breach of the Organisational Working Time Act. Um, and again, if she's working too many hours, that also could be a breach of the Working Time Act because you're only supposed to work 40 hours a week on average. Okay. But address so, it with your employer first. So you can potentially ask somebody for example, to stay on a few hours extra um, you know, this evening or whatever, but that's a request and someone can refuse it. And, and in any case, time off in lieu should be part of the answer. Well, time off in lieu is something to be negotiated between employers and employees, or, or are you going to give them additional pay? Right. Or if you have a particularly well-paid employee, the employer might feel that working an extra couple of hours here shouldn't um, result in additional payment because they're already well remunerated. So that's something down for the employer and employee to agree and to negotiate. Mm. But that's why I suggest that, that Kate address that with her employer as first did okay. and get clarity herself on what her working entitlements are. Jack, back to COVID, says, my workplace wants me to come back into the office after working from home for over a year now. I'm really nervous about COVID and the rising figures and I feel uncomfortable going back. Do I have any rights to ask to stay at home? Well, in terms of the COVID-19 side of things, um, under the current rules, which in my view, are a little bit sketchy in terms of uh, a little bit vague, is that employers are expected to, are, are, are able to return people to the office on a gradual and phased basis for specific business requirements. So they're allowing employers to return people back to work, but they also must be fully compliant with the work safety protocol, which has a lot of requirements for employers to abide by. So it's a little bit um, difficult for employers to, to meet those requirements, and they should get guidance on the health and safety elements to it. So Jack, my first question for, for Jack or first suggestion would be to ask his employer, what are your work, and your work safety protocol rules in terms of COVID-19 to ensure that the workplace from his perspective or in, or in terms of the work safety protocol is safe to return to. So he, if, if the employer can't comply with the work safety protocol, then Jack should be looking to stay home and, and work from home. But outside of that, there is no general right to request remote working in Ireland, but that is expected to come in in 2022, that employees will have the statutory right to request remote working yeah. in all circumstances. Yeah. 
Um, Anya says, my workplace has a WhatsApp group chat that goes off constantly. It's driving me insane, but I feel I can't leave it in case I miss something important. Do I have a right to ask my boss to ring me directly if there's something I really need to know? There's no right to ask in that situation. It is a genuine concern, and there's so many different mediums through which employers and and colleagues can contact you these days that your phone could be constantly binging. Now, what Anya could do is silence her WhatsApp, for example, so that it's not constantly uh, a niner outside of working hours. But you, you can't really dictate to your employer how they're going to be in contact with you. But that does come back to another question that came up earlier on about the, I think it was the very first question you asked, I think it was from Kira, about someone who's constantly being messaged by their employer outside of working hours. If the constant messaging is a problem and it's um, disrupting your rest period, you can raise it with your employer citing the, the code of practice on the right to disconnect. And Kian says, uh, I work in a very busy working environment and I only get half an hour break, even when I'm working shifts that could be 10 hours or longer. When I asked about it, I was told this is just the way things are done here. Is there anything I can do to address it? Okay, well, so in terms of the working time side of things and rest periods, that is set out in legislation. So if you work four and a half hours, you must get at least a 15 minute rest break. And if you work six hours, you must get at least a 30-minute rest break. So in that situation, Keen, if he's working 10 hours, would, generally speaking, be entitled to a 30-minute rest break. So it looks like the employer is meeting their legal requirements, and or, but it, it looks like they're meeting the bare minimum legal requirements in that respect. So if the, the job is particularly difficult or challenging or physically demanding, there could be... Um, uh, circumstances where, the, where Keen could raise that with the employer and say we feel that an extra 50-minute break or 30-minute break will be appropriate in this situation. But if the employer is compliant with the Act and compliant with the contract of employment, then there's not really much that can be done in that situation unless there's a health and safety risk to the, to the employees. Okay. Listen, some great advice there. I'm sure you've uh, helped the specific listeners who've been in touch and many others as well who might be in similar situations to them. Thanks so much as always. Looking forward to talking to you again as well. Alan Hickey, Associate Director of Advisory at Global Employment Law Consultancy, Peninsula. Much more to come. Call Limerick Today now on 461995.